From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. To the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of September 12, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Sean Thompson, Rob Marks, and Dustin West. In this episode, we are going to talk about the this year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And uh, we decided to do this a little differently this year, rather than all of us just kind of walking around aimlessly, running into candy, uh, we uh, decided to you know just assign people specific things to focus on and pay attention to, and give us their their impressions. And, and we we certainly wanted the impressions of people that have not done this before. Dustin and Rob, this was bo- uh, for, this is the first time for both of them, right? And. Uh, so we're going to just, you know, kind of do it a little different. And Kathy, what did I assign you? I had dance parties. That's right. Kathy was the creepy lady hanging out in the corner in the shadows at the dance party. With her Velma Kelly hat. Yes. I had a hat. I had a, a necklace that blinked. She dressed for the occasion. Yes. And she was taking pictures of children. So <laughs> talk to us about, well, first of all, let's, let's do this. Let's say overall, how did you like... Last night's party. That good. Wow. <laughs> oh, do you want to rate it or how do you? Well, just how did, how did you like it? Did you did you have a good time? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was worse than, better than, equal to years past? I up until I saw the fireworks, I went, "Come on, Disney, you really need to add some new things in." And then I saw the fireworks, and I went, "Oh, that's okay, Disney. I forgive you because the fireworks were so fantastic. They were amazing. Yeah. They were amazing. The fireworks last night." But I'm holding out hope that next year, with the new Fantasy Land being open, that they decide to add a few things. In. Yeah. Oh, I think they will. Yeah. I hope. They I will. hope so. Because it was busy last night. There were a was, lot of people busy. there, and there were a lot of people in costume. I think more than I yeah, used to see. Yeah, there were. Uh, there was a lot of people in, in, in costume last night. Teresa, what did you think? Of this was my fifth year going. Hard to believe. Really? Wow. It was. And I enjoy it every year. It's For me, it's more of a tradition. I like to see the costumes. I like I like knowing some things are going to be the same. I look for those grave diggers every year and mm-hmm. love watching the little cowboys dance by. <laughs> Even though they're not probably playing for my team, but I still love them. I still last night as they were as he was editing the video. <laughs> Broke back still got cute little butts, break. though. My God, I don't yeah, care. I can still some look. good ones. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, some, yeah. I, I look forward to all that, and I look forward to taking my children. Um, the girls are the only two that went with me this year, and a couple of friends of Grace's. We all had an amazing time. But Max was there last night. Max was there in full makeup with his his little group having a good time and they're going back Friday night in full costume. Good for them. So they're having a good time and uh I I I enjoyed it and I enjoy the it's a tradition for me now. Yeah. So I think that's what I like about it. They could mix it up a little bit and add some stuff, but uh, I give it a 9. I enjoyed it. Corey, I had fun doing what I was doing. I'm going to it's hard to say cuz I want to see it through the eyes of Ferris and Finley when mm-hmm. we go as a family and I'm not trying to take photos and try to cover right. it. So but I, I enjoyed it. I, I see a lot of similarities from previous years. But 
you know, that doesn't mean a thing if my kids are enjoying it. Yep. Yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. Sean? Uh, yeah, I loved it. This was my second experience, and I went last year. Uh, but it was a little different because this, this year I wasn't going around so much to get candy. and So last year I went with a friend, and so it was more... You know, more experience with the, the actual party, but this was nice. He didn't yeah. go with a friend this year. He just hung out with us. No, yeah. I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I understand that. No, it was like a bigger group, and we were taking pictures and, and looking at stuff right. as, from a different standpoint. So, right. yeah. <laughs> now, Rob, this was your first time. Yeah. And what did you think of the of the party? Personally, I loved it. Um, just walking in, and there wasn't a dull moment to me. There was always something to see. You know, going on the rides and everything was just. It was a lot of fun. I well, that was yeah, and that was part of uh, Rob's assignment last night. He and his partner Joe to uh, do as many rides as he could and see how long the waits were because it's one of the things that people really want to know about, uh, even if they were scared to do it. <laughs> even if okay, were... there was a few that wasn't going on, I'll admit it. That's why we call him Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, what'd you think? I think I'm in the same boat as uh, Corey. You know, uh, we, me, and you really didn't even make it past Main Street for the party yeah. last night, but. I've been to the Christmas party before, and it kind of reminded me that this the atmosphere uh, was really cool. The music was lively, so I got a, go- a good little taste of that, and I th- really enjoyed it. As a first time, I have nothing to compare it to, you know, on previous years, but I really enjoyed what I saw. Well, this will be discussed in a, a future show, um, but uh, Dustin and I were doing a re-review of the Poly, and we actually extended. Uh, we were supposed to check out Monday morning, and we extended it a couple of nights because we were having such a good time, and. Uh, this was a, we. I approached this review from a very different standpoint. Um, really trying to get into doing these hotel reviews from the same perspective that our listeners and our guests do it. Kind of going on vacation. Uh, we had a lot of video we needed to shoot uh, during the week, but we kind of went into the parks. You know, just the way you would go into the parks. And I really, for the first time in years really got into like being there and kind of reconnecting with being a fan in a way that I haven't in a long time. And it really did change my perspective on a lot of things, including the Halloween party. You've heard me whine and moan and gripe about the Halloween party. Same thing, same thing. And even though we didn't get past Main Street, because Dustin and I were filming, we didn't get, pay, but I got to tell you, even that, I loved it. Mm-hmm. The parade, same parade I've seen a million times, but it was, that parade will never get old. Did you have the people in front of you with their iPads taking pictures? <laughs> no, because we got to our spot an hour and a half early. Yeah. And we were the ones in front of them taking pictures. Uh, I was expecting the dance party, though. I thought there was going to be some sort of... Uh, we didn't get there early enough. Did you see it? There wasn't there? No, I thought it was oh. going to be... I thought it was supposed to be right before the Headless Horseman. Yeah. Didn't I was, happen. I was yeah. at Boat Parade. Wow. Maybe it was the first night and they decided not to do it. Yeah. I, was, I don't know. I was waiting for that. Well, we were the second person back. So I would have assumed that I would have been able to see pretty good for taking pictures. I mean, this isn't the first time I've done this. But we seem to be in an area where a lot of people had iPads. So I watched a lot I saw of the a parade. Lot. I did see a lot of people taking pictures and video on iPads. And oh. to those of you who do that, uh, let me offer a, a, a gentle, friendly, kind piece of advice. You look stupid. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? Thank you. you look stupid. 
buy a camera. Yeah. You can get a good, you can get a decent digital camera for a hundred bucks. If you mm-hmm. can afford an iPad, you can afford a cheap digital camera and not walk around looking like a tool holding up this eight by 11 thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I never understood that. that. Like the whole, the iPad with the camera. I've, I've never used it. It makes sense it, for it, FaceTime, but. Well, the, the front it. camera. Yeah. I mean, the, the camera facing you right. does. Oh, yeah. But you not know, the one on the other I side. I swear to God, those were at engineers at Apple going, okay, let's just, let's see how many people we can get <laughs> to take pictures with this thing. It's like and, an advertisement, you know? Hold it up as high as you can. And take I don't photos. think I saw one of them had it in a case. And I'm there like, yeah. there's all these people that you're getting bumped around. I'm waiting for that first well, iPad there are, to get there's, there's natural selection for electronics, too. Well, that's okay. true. <laughs> there's natural selection for that, too. But... Um, I mean, I went in as a fan. I mean, I, I still have that eye of, like, what am I going to tell people on the podcast about it? I still think it's so cool that Disney does something like this. And I kind of got that last night. I want to go back. I want to go back and do it when I don't have to film. Um, it does change it. It does make it yeah. different. But I got to tell you. You're right on the money with the fireworks. Those fireworks last night were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And you could tell everybody thought so. Because, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you get that certain reaction at the end and you can kind of gauge like when people are really blown away mm-hmm. and just this, this, the noise that came out of the crowd at the end of it, you know, people are like, Oh my God. Yeah. But we, we, where we were staying at the poly, we were in concierge and we had, from our balcony, a dead-on view of the castle. Oh, okay. Dead-on view of the castle. And I think it was like last Monday night or Tuesday night, Monday night, or Sunday night. I forgot which... No, we, we checked it. Okay, no. I can't remember. But one of the first nights we were there, they were testing out oh, lucky those you. fireworks. So we got to see it from that perspective. And okay, watching the fireworks from, the, from your balcony at the Poly is... Like on the list of things that yeah. everyone should do. It was awesome. It was really cool to go out and do that. And I'll say I never liked fireworks till I saw Disney fireworks because to me it's like, oh, shoot it up, it's red. Shoot it up, it's green. When Disney does it and they're projecting images up on the castle oh, and they've crazy. got music and there's a whole story that goes with it. Wow, it's I'm crazy. spoiled for fireworks. It really, you really are. You really are. But all right, let's go around and talk about the individual things you all checked out. Kathy, you were over at the dance parties. Uh, what did you think of the dance parties? Dance parties are always fun. Um, I like the um, the one at Rocket Tower Plaza. It's the Stitch dance party that seemed to be a little more happening. It was um, they had a DJ up on stage and they were getting everybody to do the dances they were doing like ymca and some of the other ones and everybody was dancing along it it gets a little congested up near the front with all the little kids trying to dance with the characters i enjoyed that one i thought that that one was fun now when i went over to the the one in the diamond horseshoe which is called has a fancy name um uh, woody's happy harvest roundup I don't know if I was there at the wrong time or whatever, but it looked like spoiled children land (laughs) with the characters were trying to dance with the little kids and the parents were in, in the way of the characters trying to take their kids pictures. And I didn't enjoy that one. And that, that's a much smaller area, but 
I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but it also has a extra candy location oh. that's not on the map. So if you go in, there is a candy station in there. So it was fun. I mean, you know, if I had little kids or I had my um, grandson, we would have had a good time at either one of them. I just think that the the one over with Stitch in Rocket Tower Plaza, there's more room to spread out so more people can enjoy it. Yeah, so. and it's outside. You know, yeah. it, it invites people to come where if it's hidden inside the diamond horseshoe right you're not going to have as many people yeah but it's fun it's something for the the whole family can enjoy it did you so. j- did you dance yes i did and i had my little hat of course nobody was with me at the time i'd been uh, practicing. So nobody can prove it no but i had my hat this hat just makes you want to dance and it's a disney hat it's a black bowler it had like a purple ribbon and it had a mickey head on the side it was very Festive. Yes. I want to say tasteful. I don't know. Was it tasteful? I thought it was. I thought it was one of Disney's nicer. She's not getting a response. So anyway, I, I was the only one in our group that, that dressed up for the occasion last night. I dressed in black and had my black hat. So I was in the, the, the theme of dance. You know, my inner dancer came out. She was nobody, doing interpretive dance. Yes. To the Oogie Boogie mm-hmm. song. Yes. So... That was that was my experience at the dance parties. If you know you've got time, check them out. They're fun. Okay, Teresa, you were checking out uh, the trick or treating. Yes, repeatedly all night long. <laughs> <laughs> Stella and I. Um, well, first off, let me say when we arrived, we drove into the park. Um, like directly through the gates, <laughs> directly down through the gates. just barreling through. But you know where you come through and you show your annual pass or you pay for parking. They gave us candy there. Really? That was the first time we've had yeah. this happen. They asked, are you here for the Halloween party? And we said yes. And she, the woman that was helping us, Grace held out her hands, and she filled her hands with chocolate candy. I mean, it was good stuff, too. And so I understand like, that that might not happen every night. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. but, but Maybe that, for the first night they were doing yeah. it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. It was. So... Um, Trick-or-treating is, it was a lot, as in past years, I think there was 13 stations, 13 locations. Um, Adventureland had pirates, treasure treats over by um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Trader Sam's, which was down by the Jungle Cruise. Uh, Frontierland, um, Br'er Rabbit over by Splash Mountain had uh, a queue with three locations within the queue, which was nice. Um the riverboat had the Bayou Goodies, which was a nice little area. That's uh, so you actually went onto the riverboat. No, you kind of pass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it. Duffy was on the riverboat. Yeah, they were doing okay. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And then no one pushed him in. Unfortunately, no pushed no. him in. Fantasyland had two locations: one within P- Pinocchio's Village House, and the other was in Peter Pan's Flight in the queue line. Tomorrowland had the Cars Pit Stop treats. Spaceport Treats, which is over by Space Mountain. That one was um, sponsored by Kellogg's. And there's where you've got your gummy, little gummies, which I thought was odd. Kellogg's makes gummies, I guess, too now, not just cereal. And they also had Buzz Lightyear's Candy Blast. And Buzz was actually there, too. That was like a split line. You could go in the line just for candy, or you could go in the line to see Buzz and then go on to the candy. That was confusing. That was confusing. They was It was like directing us into two different lines and... <laughs> And I just, you know, point me to the candy. I don't really need to see Buzz. I can wave at him as I walk by. Storybrook Circus had Casey Jr.'s candy, which was really cool. That was at the new train station. 
this is also where you caught the um, Wonderland Way, which was closed last year, that takes you back to Tomorrowland, that little mm-hmm. walk path, you know, the walk back in there. That was back open. It was very dark trick-or-treating, but there were three stations on the on the path that led you back to Tomorrowland, and that is a one-way path. You can't go the off. They oh. won't let you in at Tomorrowland. You have to go back to the circus area, the train station. Is that and still get it themed, there. Alice in Wonderland? It is still yeah. themed, yeah. It's not... Uh, to me, it seemed kind of half-themed. They had the cards set up and all the same you know, graphics and stuff, but it was so dark. And it, in fact, on the third, I think the third location, we just happened upon the people. They were like in total darkness with their barrels of candy. And we're like, whoa, you know, we, we just surprised us. We didn't expect it. And my tip for candy is um, if you'd like something, ask, and they will give you more. Uh, my experience was they will give you more of what you like. So, because I don't want what kind of candy would they give it? Was it you know one of the discussions we've had in years past is that they started getting cheap with the kind of candy they were giving, and especially on the first few nights of the party, they uh, were also not giving out a lot. They were being very stingy. Well, with it. we only had one location. Sk- oh, Skittles, Reese's, one location M&Ms. that didn't give out. They gave me one piece. And I'm like, what? You know, I want to say, what the crap? These are all. This is all like Kit Kats, Butterfingers, Dots, all name brand. Teresa and I were talking about that too. That they Mm -hmm. they made a bigger deal this year of mentioning who donated the candy. Where in the past, I don't remember them doing that. Yeah, it was uh, Chiquita. Obviously, they go get a banana, a real banana, and that was over by the Jungle Cruise, which was a good area to do that. It was kind of it was kind of fit in. the Space Mountain area, we got the Kellogg's, they got the gummies, and then Walgreens, which, I, Kathy, you found something from Walgreens, As right? you walked in and they gave you your treat bag, there was a cast member standing there giving you a $1 coupon to Walgreens for sunscreen. Trick or treat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was well, kind of Mommy, odd. that's my favorite part. Yeah, so, favorite so I never, I've never been to the candy locations. Does each location have a different type of candy, or is it all kind of mixed? Some do, but um, I noticed some of them was less on the chocolate mm-hmm. and more on the fruity, chewy candy things. Um, the banana location, they also had uh, barrels with the regular candy, too. Each location had a minimum of two barrels. So the, you walk up, there was like two lines, and you had your option to go the two barrels. Um, only in the um, Splash Mountain area and the Wonderland Way, the walkway, where they had three locations each, each, lo- each of the three locations had two barrels. You were only supposed to go to one of the two barrels at each station. Right. I saw some people going from one to the other, but you know we didn't do that. But um, as Kathy said, uh, the Diamond Horseshoe had the, the hidden... Supposedly, Woody's, you got candy in there. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, was the first year they had candy inside Pinocchio's. I don't, yeah, remember, I don't that remember that in the either. past. I think that might be because of the Fantasyland, you know, just stuff that's going on. Yeah, they said that. And I was, I, I guess they couldn't have put one back in the new area where we went the, with the soft opening. I kind of thought there would be one back there, but there wasn't. No, not yet. No. But um, I like the way they all, they were all individually themed, which I thought was cool. And, like I said, if you asked for more, they every time we asked for more, so they gave us you more. You felt like you you got a good amount of candy coming My, the, you, Well, you saw the size of the bag. It was right. like a little gift bag. It was overflowing when I left. Okay. I mean, that's... And I only went to each station once. Stella was a stickler on the rules and would not... 
even when we walk past it again, we've already done that. Keep walking. I'm like, you're 10. Come on. Let's try to get some more. <laughs> but no, she, you know, only one at each place. Um, leaving the party, the little goodnight kiss was a peep. The peeps, yeah. The peeps. They hand us like a handful of Yeah, them. we got a, they topped off my bag with peeps. I'm like you, Corey. Gross. I, yeah, marshmallow gross. is not my... Well, it was, I know, it was what kept me on a ride on. And Kathy, I didn't go for the alternative candidate, but Kathy went and checked that out. Yeah, I went to um, guest services. And if you go in and say that you have a dietary need, they do have other things that they can give you. And in years past, we've had mixed. Yes, mixed results with that. Yes. And last night I walked in and he's there, well, so what's your dietary need? And I says, I need sugar-free. So he left and came back a couple minutes later, and I had a bag of about 20 pieces of sugar-free candy. And and I don't know why I got this, but I got a little toy car with Mickey and Minnie in it. How'd that taste? (laughs) (laughs) I got a keychain. I got a pencil. And I got an antenna topper. Wow. So I don't, you know, I don't know if he was cleaning out the back room and I was the first person that asked him. Or this is what they were giving, but I was, ple- and even just if you base it on the candy, much more sugar-free candy than I've gotten in years past. Now it's going to be a long line for the sugar-free line. But so you, you got souvenirs, see? Yeah. yeah, get some yeah. swag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know why, but if you walk in and say, I had somebody ask, you know, if you can go in and say you're allergic to chocolate, they'll work with you. Apparently they have a number of different kinds of candy. And you, that's what you got to love about Disney is mm-hmm. put that is. kind of effort into See, it. See, I was going to do that, but with my giant bag of candy, I didn't know how I could justify, I can't eat this, what you just gave me. Please give me more. So <laughs> they, but, didn't, they didn't question me. Really? I just walked in and asked. But I think they went above and beyond on the candy from the past years. I think they were generous. They were constantly, we saw them constantly refilling the bins. There were runners running around with big boxes of candy and just dumping them in. And... um I don't know. I think it, if that's what you like, it was well worth it, and they were evenly spaced out, so you got to see the whole park. So worked well for me. We enjoyed it. Now we have candy to eat. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I also had um, the character meets. You had me checking out right. the characters. You want me to talk about that yeah, now too? Yeah. Um, when we first got there, I didn't see a lot of characters, and it kind of no. they weren't really out. And I thought, well, okay, where's the characters at? I knew they were supposed to be out. They were in different locations. Um, the only ones I really saw out, I saw Daisy back in Fantasyland. And the, um, who's the seven little short guys? The dwarves. The dwarves. They were back in uh, Splash Mountain area. And that line is always crazy for them. People love to... Hang out with the dwarves because so. it's all seven of them. It's all seven yeah. of them. Yeah, I think that's probably why. So that that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty rare. I think they did that for the Halloween party and then also the Christmas party. The Christmas party. Yeah. Um, also out and about, um, uh, Mickey and Minnie, Snow White and the Prince, Rapunzel and Flynn, Cinderella and her her little man, um, Lotso. <laughs> Tim Buck and her little man. Tim Buck says Phineas and Ferb were out somewhere. Oh, they yeah, were. They, they were. were over the tour guide garden. Yeah. Um, Phineas and Ferb. Buzz Lightyear. I saw him. He was. We over think there. the main. The, we th- we think the electrical water pageant that goes around like the, uh, you know, Polly and Contemporary mm-hmm. and yeah. Grand Floor, We think they should be completely redone with Phineas and Ferb, <laughs> because they've done it with everything. Yes. Else. <laughs> Please was that sarcasm? That. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> wow, sarcasm. That's original. 
I love Phineas and Ferb, though. Um, Stitch was at his party. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice and the Mad Hatter were back by the teacups. I did not see Pooh and Piglet. They were out, but I did not see them. No, I didn't either. Uh, I also saw, who's the new, um, the chick with all the Merida. crazy red hair. Yeah, Merida. Merida, Merida. Yeah, yeah, she was there, and she seemed quite popular. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, but I didn't, you said you thought it was busy last night. I didn't think it was busy at all. Where we were, I mean, there was lots of people. Well, On I, Main Street and the Hub, I mean, it was really. once you got into the yeah. park, it was a little bit more dispersed. Yeah, it, so was. it was. It was. So um, Tomorrowland. I felt it was quite empty about 10 o'clock. It was. It was. It was like, whoa, you could. You I could, think a lot of people left after the fireworks. You yeah, could they did. run yeah. through there and. Uh, that always happens. And it stayed open until how, how late was it? Midnight. 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 We I left right at midnight. 11.59. Yeah. Were you? <laughs> yeah, we were there till midnight. I got home about one thirty. from dropping off all the different children where they belonged and. But it was she yeah. collected them from the party. I did. I collected all these little children. I made them all wear little pumpkin ears. And <laughs> they, they had to donate their candy for the ride. <laughs> we had a good time though. Uh, Grace and her friends always have an amazing time um, making fun of people and just <laughs> being a part of it all. And you know, it's it's a good party for kids. I mean, I I recommend it. And the you get your candy. I, so. I think it's a it's a great way to go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. It is, and you know what I I, I realized last night. Because we're in the parks a lot, and I'm always telling Stella, we'll ride that next time. The ride's too long. We'll ride that next time. The ride's too long. It's not the case at a hard ticket party. Yeah. No. You can, I know that's not my, my area, right. but, you know, we rode things many times, and I had a good time. Well, let's, let's uh, you, you know, it's a good segue to pivot over to Rob, who was asked to check out the attractions that were open and what kind of weights he was experiencing. Everything was pretty much walk-on. Um we were together a, a lot of the time, and I don't think we waited for anything no. going uh, Well, what rides times. did you do? We did Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, did that once. Big Thunder we did uh, later on in the night, and that was Walk Right On as well. That was probably about like 10 o'clock. And we got to sit wherever we wanted. They just yeah. let wow. us through. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Haunted Mansion we did multiple times. We did that in the beginning of the night, and that was Walk On as well. And then it was one of the last rides we did. Did you see the the cast members at Haunted Mansion? Um, yeah, all, all done up, all the, oh, yeah. the, makeup, the makeup, and they were the really in webs. character. Madam yeah. Carlotta, yeah, she was sitting great. up there on the hill, ridiculing people. I love her. <laughs> she That's how lovely when she does yeah. that. Oh, she was hysterical. And then uh, Fantasyland, Peter Pan. That was right on. That was now we we did that three times. The third time, um, it was a little bit longer wait. But, um, but it's one of the most defined longer wait. Longer wait. It went from being a walk on to ten minutes, which okay. is still, yeah. which is yeah. still. I mean, we had to wait. I've gone where I've waited the forty-five minutes yeah. plus. Yeah. So this was really nice. And to get did on you everything. do um, Small World? I no, did you didn't not do, do that. We did one. Small World, and it was freakishly empty. It looked empty the whole building. Yeah, we, Stella and I were in a boat to ourselves. The boat in front of us was empty, and the two boats behind us were empty. Oh wow! In fact, when we got in the heaven room at the end, it was the, so all the dead children, all the dead children. <laughs> it was so loud because there's no bodies to absorb yeah. the noise. Yeah, I mean, Stella covered her ears. It was like, why is the heaven room so loud? I said, I don't know. But it was freaking us out. But yeah, we we did that twice too. Wow! And then what was the other one? We did the people mover. Yeah, in Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah, and that was, was everything. Easy. Literally. 10 minutes you saw and it wasn't even I would say 
just get right on and even in Storybook Circus there was no way Dumbo was open Barnstormer was open it was and like you said it was I mean it didn't feel like there were people out and about it felt pretty yeah mm-hmm. I think that's one of the big Empty. advantages of doing the hard tickets yeah you can just and doing it early now the, you yeah. won't get this in as you October. get, cl- as you get yeah. close to the Halloween and you start you know if you're doing it on a weekend exactly this was a Tuesday night it's not gonna bring exactly. the locals out they they fill the parties with enough special events, dance parties, the castle stage shows, and the fireworks and the parades that I think a lot of people, and we saw this, are, are drawn to Main Street right. during those really uh, important events. So even on the, and I've never been to it, but even on the, the parties getting closer to Halloween, I would imagine it wouldn't be that crowded. I, I, I would imagine oh, no, 20 minutes would well, be well, we've done it. Well, we've it. done it later on, and I know it was, I would say, twice as crowded as it was last yeah. night. And the... The rides were a little bit longer wait, but it was nothing like midday right. August, you know, on a weekend or whatever. Okay. So that's why we like the these events, personally. Yeah, I loved so. it. It was fun, wasn't it, Rob? Oh, yeah. I think it looked like you were having a really good time. I was like a little kid. Yeah. I'm looking around. And Joe, <laughs> too. Joe was having a good time. Well, he's a big kid anyway, so yeah. just him... He drags me around sometimes, but I felt like we were at the same pace this time. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. Awesome. Awesome. So you uh, you felt like you got on enough rides that that was, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no real waiting, kind of walking on. I think even during the busy times, though, you're, not, you're never looking at 45-minute waits yeah. for the no. parties. Yeah. It's always better um, than, you know, a normal day. Yeah. And I know the, the burning question on the, the Diz a lot of times is when do they start to let you in? They'll let you in at 4 p.m. I was just going to say, we got there at 4.30 and were able to use our admission tickets mm-hmm. for the party to get in. They were putting the wrist, wristbands on. And, you know, really and truly, you're talking from 4 o'clock to midnight. You're getting eight hours on that ticket. That's a full day. That's mm-hmm. really kind of a full day. But I would suggest if you're hungry, you know, either make an ADR for <sighs> dinner somewhere because all the um, table service restaurants close at 7. So don't think you're going to be able to chow down somewhere. I mean, like Pecos Bills and some of the counter service places are open. But take that into, you know, either eat before you come over or, you know, realize it's yeah. only going to be counter service places. Well, that's a good opportunity to pivot over to Sean. Yeah, so I um, looked at uh, the food locations and then also the merchandise. So um, for food, like Kathy said, all the table service uh, locations close at 7. So unless you get into the park at four with your ticket, um, you you know you're not going to be able to sit down at Liberty Jew Tavern or Plaza or anything like that. So mainly what they have open are the quick service, and so even those are kind of limited. So I know Teresa mm-hmm. felt like there weren't many places open. Yeah, we had a, a little meltdown right at the beginning. Um, Rob had wanted a Dole Whip; he'd never had one, and Aloha Isle was open, but Stella, knowing just a few feet further was going to be the lovely orange bird that she loves so much, and that um, the orange swirly thing that you get over there with the ice citrus cream. swirl, yeah. citrus swirl. She was looking forward to that, and as we were walking up, the guy was giving us the. He was actually doing his cut across his neck like he was gonna like stop cut. He's like, "Don't come up here because we're closing. We're closed." And I thought, okay, you know, ten minutes into this, we're gonna have a ten year old fall apart on me. But she recovered quite nicely. <laughs> but I think that should have stayed open. I mean, yes, a little bit longer because that was still early. 
that was even before the party started. Yeah, that was around six thirty. Yeah, yeah, they were closing up. I'm surprised. So yeah. that kind of you know, and there were some other. I mean, there was not a. We had to look hard for a drink. I think. Yeah. So the places that were actually open uh, on Main Street, the bakery was open, and the confectionery, uh, and also Casey's Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plaza was closed. Uh, Adventureland Aloha Isle for the uh, uh, dollops were open. Uh, Frontierland Golden Oak Outpost was open. Uh, and so was Pecos Bills. So the two main places to get you know a dinner type meal would be Pecos Bills, but then also uh, Cosmic Rays in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some other things that were open in Frontierland. The turkey stand was open, uh, turkey legs. Uh, and then also, but that closed at 11. So some of the things were kind of staggered yeah. closing. So Golden Oak closed at... Nine and then so did Pecos Bill. So anything for the last like three hours, you'd have to go to a smaller cart. Um, Liberty Square Sleepy Hollow was open. That was open until midnight, actually. Yeah, we so were, you can get we the were waffles there. there, the drinks, the big giant cookie, which yeah. we did get. Uh, and then in Fantasyland, Storybook Treats was open. That was just ice cream, and that was open until midnight. And then Tomorrowland Cosmic Rays was open until midnight too. So was it you, open? Okay, I didn't know. If yeah, it was so open if you wanted night. like any kind of time of meal from mm-hmm. like nine p.m. until midnight, you'd have to go to Cosmic Rays. I gotta but, tell you, we stopped in. At Cosmic Rays and had a sandwich. One of us had a sandwich. Uh, turkey. Good, turkey. wasn't it? Unbelievable was it how good the, it was. Really? Did you have the salad that went with it? I didn't. The cucumber salad? Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, I got to tell you, I was blown away for 10 mm-hmm. bucks how good the sandwich was. Blown away how good it was. I love Cosmic Rays. Even the, the Fre- I'm sorry, even the French fries were... I mean, they were really good. They were fresh. They, I mean, I was like, yeah. wow. We ended up going to Pecos because we wanted to get some food before the fireworks. And uh, they have the toppings bar. So that's where we went. But I Pecos like Bills, bar. I think, um, all the bays weren't open. To that, yeah, that. that's another thing is even though the quick service locations are open, the service might be slow because they only have a couple of registers open. So it might take a little while. I made a joke that that was the longest thing we waited for. Like, we had to wait yeah. longer for the food than to it's get true. on Big Thunder. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and so then like the other carts are open, so you can get popcorn, drinks, and stuff on Main Street. So that's all open. Also, to just to add to that, when we were leaving, we stopped at the confectionery for the um, the girls always have to get one final thing there before we leave. The line there was really long, especially because I was late, wasn't it? Like eleven thirty. Yeah, it was eleven thirty, and people so everyone's were leaving and getting yeah. out. Yeah, so that's always a you know if you're going to get something, try to get it earlier because everybody's going to get it on the way out. Right. And, What about merchandise, Sean? Yeah, so they have some specific uh, party merchandise, and they bring it out as the party starts at 7 p.m. So if you're here early, if you get into the park at 4, don't expect to see it until 7 because it's official. Um, But basically they have T-shirts, they have an ear hat, and they also have special pins that have different characters on it uh, and also the year 2012. And so for shirts, they have uh, two adult versions. I think one is kind of like a ladies' version. It's it's purple and it has the castle on it. and then they have two versions for kids, an orange and a purple one. Um, but the locations for that are the Emporium. Uh, Uptown Jewelers only have the pins, and you have to ask for that. So sometimes, you know, they don't have big displays in the stores. You kind of have to ask a cast member, right. um, you know, if they have the merchandise. And they'll, they have, like, little carts they'll bring out and show you. Um, the Plaza del Sol in Adventureland, the Trading Post in Frontierland has only the pins. They don't have the apparel. Uh, Heritage House in Liberty Square Fantasy Fair and Fantasyland, and then Star Traders in Tomorrowland. And these are all. This is all uh, the same merchandise, the same Halloween merchandise. It is, yeah. Some of them only have pins, but uh, yeah, they have the shirts. I think the best place is probably just to go on Main Street because it's. Mm-hmm. Right and this there. stuff it's just comes out for the party. It's not the regular Halloween stuff. Yep, and it says out. specific on it. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and then they also have the year. Is there a vinyl? So it's not the same. 
Do we yeah, know? I didn't see a vinyl mation. How about the um, the sorcerer's card? Is that's only available? They have a special for the that's a new thing, game. and I know the supplies are limited for that. Um, I think it was available in two locations. So it was in the sorcerer's. There was yeah, the fire firehouse, station yeah. and the place behind uh, in the Christmas land. shop. Was a oh, cute okay. little Liberty that, Square, um, yeah. Chip and Dale yeah. card. So the yeah. Sorcerer's game was going on through the party? It was, yeah. But this was a specific card that you'd get for free, mm-hmm. actually. Um, you just had to wait in really long lines. It was very popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they um, took my, I had a paper ticket. They actually hole-punched it to show that I had received my special card. And then I, if I wanted the other cards, I had to show my regular theme park ticket to get those. Because okay. I know yeah. these things are going on eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are... Collecting all these cards and selling them. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Even the packs that they sell in the stores, mm-hmm. you know, w- the stores will get them in, and then an hour later, yeah, they're, they're all gone. sold out. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. Teresa and I have been asking, and every time we go, they're always out. They're gone. They yeah. go very quick, yeah. yeah. I still Pop have my in. garbage pail kids waiting to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. All right, so let's talk with uh, Corey and Dustin. I asked them to focus on some tips and suggestions for shooting fireworks and parades at, at uh, the, the, the Halloween party. Uh, probably two things people really want to take a lot of pictures and video of. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I, I've been doing these parties a, a lot, and I've all, I always go and take photos and do them in the same sort of um, you know order. I walk in, I from the start to finish... I can almost do this with my eyes closed now, but I wanted to have a little bit more fun this time and do things a little bit more creative, uh, just to kind of break the monotony. Night shots, I love night shots. There's nothing that can compare to night shots. They can be very rewarding, but if you don't know what you're doing, they can be extremely frustrating. So the first tip, and this is general, get to know your camera before you get to the parks. We were, set, we were set up on Main Street getting ready for the fireworks, and you would have thought we were the uh, Main Street camera consultants or something. Oh, people thought we were PhotoPass photographers. Yeah, yeah. Even, even wanting to know how to use their iPhone to take a photo. Yeah. But you can get some really nice shots, depending on what camera you have. And I think a lot of people don't understand the, uh, the ability of the camera they do have. They just set it to that green mode, and they go. They're, they're trying to take a photo of the castle from the flagpole, and they're using their flash. Uh, it just you know get to know what your camera can do before you get to and the understand park. that a flash is only going to work for about something 10 to 15 feet in front of you for the yes. most part spitting distance that's how I, no. <laughs> I mean that's one of the first tips I would and that, that's just general just even before you get to Disney but especially night shots in a in a party like this uh, as far as a parade I think this goes with both video and photo stake your spot out Mm-hmm. You can judge how how people are starting to to wait for the parade. You'll start to see you'll start to see how much time you have uh, at night for photos, especially. Get in a spot where you're not going to be shooting into the light. You want the light behind you. Sometimes it's hard to tell, but if you're in a dark area, like maybe uh, some Frontierland areas are really really dark, yeah. it's going to be tough for you to to get those shots. You're going to need a flash. There's times when you're going to need a flash. Shooting the fireworks, no flash. Shooting the parade, you might need a flash if you don't have a lot of backlight coming behind you. Um, I would also say, too, that sometimes, depending on what kind of point-and-shoot you have, your camera just might not be capable of taking 
dark pictures right or like in a dark location so just look at the pictures that others have put up online and enjoy the parade or the fireworks as you go by and just figure my camera's not good enough for this don't fuss yourself up trying to take pictures even with a incredible lens and a beautiful camera still taking the parades can be extremely frustrating (laughs) that's the most Mm -hmm. frustrating thing for me at these parties it's the parade not the fireworks not the atmosphere it's the parade because you only have a certain amount of time to get these floats and mickey's not looking at me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in the headless horseman he ran too fast he did (laughs) so i mean it, it becomes frustrating so you know don't don't get so mad but also there are two parades and the chances of you getting better shots are going to be at the second, second parade because that's after the fireworks, and you're going to have uh, more, more options to get up front instead yeah, of the there's first. there's less people. But if you're in it for the photos, you know, I went to both parades just to make sure that I was able to compare. You know, I like the shot you, of Captain Hook more than this one. Did you find that the, as the sun was setting just before the first parade, did you find that the quality in the sky was different in the first parade and the second parade? The, it was tough to tell the, the two different spots because the first one, we were right at the, uh, the end of the bridge from Liberty Square mm-hmm. in the hub. And the second time I watched it, I was right in front of the Christmas shop in Liberty Square facing Hall of Presidents. Yeah. That was a perfect spot. Why? It was, it was well lit. I had lights behind me. I didn't have a lot of crazy lights in front of me. And it, that, that was a good spot. And that was in front of Hall of Presidents, you said? Facing Hall of Presidents. Facing Hall from of like Presidents. Around the Christmas store. Okay. And I was able to find that, that spot you know, maybe 15 minutes. What a lot of people don't realize, everybody goes onto Main Street to watch mm-hmm. the parade. That parade starts in Frontierland, and there are tons of spots in yeah. Frontierland, like five minutes before the parade mm-hmm. starts. Um, these people that, we, and I see it every single year, and it happened yesterday. We're sitting there scoping out our spot for an hour and a half, and Joe Tool and Mrs. Tool and the little <laughs> Tool children show up 30 seconds before the parade and w- cannot understand why you will not let the seas won't part and their family can't go to the front. And <clears throat> this one idiot behind us yesterday, she's going, if the people in front would sit down, this would be easier. The people in front are taking pictures. We've been standing here. When you got here, you saw the tripods. You should have stood somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you're going to be late getting to the parade, stop your whining. If you can't figure out you need to get there early to secure a spot, if you want to be on Main Street or you want to be on the hub, then you're going to be behind a lot of people and little Johnny and Sally aren't going to see Mickey. And that's your fault because you're a tool. So it's a theme park parade. Now, if you find yourself, if you're not a tool and you find yourself in that particular spot. Tell us how you really feel. I know. (laughs) If you find yourself in that particular position. Get off of Main Street. Go mm-hmm. down to Frontierland. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it's the same parade, same floats, same everything. A lot less people because everybody's, right. everybody's packed up on, on Main, Street. Or, on they Main want the, Street. or they want the castle in the background, and I understand that. Now, yeah. Exactly. But the other thing to remember is that I've always found in Frontierland, if you're taking pictures... The lighting is not nearly as good. No. Right. It's a lot right. darker. So if you're doing this to take pictures, that's not the place to be. You're going to want to be on the hub. You're going to want to be on right. Main Street. And you're going to want to get there early. But if that's not a big consideration for you, go over to Frontierland. And I would also say, you know, they go that the parades are for the kids. Or can my, I don't know about you. 
I want to see the parade just as much as that little kid does. And yes, I'm lucky enough I get to go quite often, but I want to see it too. And sometimes you'll, you'll stake out your spot and somebody will then put their kid up on their shoulders. And now all the people that, you know, were trying to see this parade can't. You know, a, a little bit of common courtesy. Well, normally, normally, uh, if I can, and there are kids behind me, I will let them sit in front of right, me. Right, right. As long as they're sitting and they're not blocking my shot, I don't have a problem with that. The way we had to set up last night, I wasn't able to do that. And this mother behind us just kept complaining. Just kept complaining. And I was so close to turning around and telling her, you're an idiot for showing up here 15 minutes before a parade. Yeah. What did you think? We were holding a spot for you and your precious little children? We are not. So go go pack it in and leave. But if everybody like took into account that everybody else is there to see the same thing, I think it would be a little bit nicer experience, but a lot of people feel they're entitled that's the magic word. I think, you know, parade etiquette, it goes even beyond just the, the parties. But it also, we were talking about fireworks. You need to find a spot for fireworks also. Mm-hmm. You, you might, if you stand behind a dad with his child on his shoulders, he's probably not going to put his child down. Right. So move. Yeah. And sa- same thing with balloons. If you want balloons in your shot, and I think sometimes they look great, but if you don't want the balloons in your shot, you know, move. I'm not talking about the set, the people selling the balloons. I'm talking about the family with the balloons strapped to their stroller. Right. That's, you know, but I can't believe they the sell balloons, strings that long. You can see, yeah. but I hate, <laughs> I hate when you're standing there and you've been standing there for a long period of time. And now all of a sudden the fireworks starts and dad puts the kid up on the shoulders. And it's like, you know, if I would have known you were going to do that, I would have moved half an hour ago. Yeah. Right. So, so you, de- you have to plan for fireworks also. And, the, turn your flash off. Your flash is going to do no good during fireworks. Right. Get to know your camera and learn what manual mode does because there are three settings you need to I'm not going to go into them. There are YouTube videos that will teach you this. Um, <laughs> ISO, exposure, your shutter speed, and aperture. Those three things, the, there's, a, there's a perfect combination. Usually they work with a tripod. I know it's tough to travel with a tripod, but they sell gorilla pods. They're small, and if you can find a trash can somewhere or... Something to keep your camera stable so you can leave that shutter open yeah. longer to get those nice shots. If not, just keep on shooting. Just keep on shooting. You might have a gem in there that you don't mm-hmm. even know about. So just don't wait for the shot. You see it because by the time you take that shot, by the time you take that shot, it's gone. So just keep shooting. If you have a, a multiple burst on your camera, use that. But you know, my, what I like the nice to haves, come to the park with a DSLR. Have a, have a lens that's fast enough um, to capture these shots, um, especially night shots. A tripod, gorilla pod. Use the auto timer or a, a re- shutter release cable so you're not shaking your camera and it's nice and stable. And, you know, this is also just standard. Uh, have an extra charged battery and an empty memory card ready to go because you never know. You could be in the middle of fireworks. Mm-hmm. And for a party like this, you only have one shot unless you want to buy another ticket to, the, to another night. Now, videotaping these events, fireworks, I think we ascertained last night, <laughs> best spot if you're going to videotape the fireworks is uh, on Main Street, right outside of Casey's. Yeah. Um, that's going to give you the largest uh, view, of the view of the castle in your video and enough sky to capture 
everything. Again, tripods help with this. If you're trying to take good video, right. as opposed to, you know, Shaky McShakerson on an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't help you with that. Um, the parade, again, now the spot that I always use, we can't use anymore because I like to be at the, uh, uh, on the hub right across the bridge from Liberty Square, the bridge that goes to Liberty Square. And they've added these new lights to the yeah. top of buildings. And I had four spotlights in my face mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. more importantly, in my camera angle. They're using it to illuminate the parade. Which but, they need to do, and I understand that. But, but it was on the other side of the street from us, so it was shooting straight into our cameras and backlighting everything, which it looked cool sometimes, <laughs> but just in general, it was kind of annoying. Yeah. And I would say then, you see, what I like about that spot is it's one of the spots where you get... The float's coming directly at you. You can get some good shots of the front of the float. But then you're also there as it makes the turn. So you get this great shot mm-hmm. of the side of the float. One of the other places to do that is all the way up the other side of Main Street by the flagpole around that little mm-hmm. hub. And because the, the, the parade travels from Frontierland through Frontierland over the bridge from Liberty Square into uh, the hub and then around the hub and up Main Street. So that spot at the top of Main Street by the flagpole in that hub yeah. area is probably going to be your next best place to get it. And also by the, the riverboat, but it was very dark right there. It is. It's I, a dark I set corner. up shop right yeah. there. And I was, there was no it's, way it was going to work for me. Right. So I well, that's why, yeah. I mean, yeah. these are places that are going to be lit well enough for you to actually get decent yeah. pictures without needing like external camera lights. Yeah. But... Uh, well, for me, for me, um, it's it's less about the the technical stuff. Like Corey said, you can you can look that stuff up on the internet and get your settings because every camera is different, right? Um, but for me, it's it's more about, uh, especially with the parade, what kind of video are you trying to make, um, and that determines how you go about shooting it. If you just want, if you want just a a, 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 a video of the whole parade from beginning to end. And you just want to set it up on the tripod and forget about it. You'll have that. That'll be great. Pretty much what I've done when I was shooting for every Halloween but party. We you get done. everything in the image. You see it. You remember it. And it works fine. Um, if you're doing it more from like a home movie perspective, like my parents used to do, um, it's for me, it's all about including the family's perspective in the video, getting the kids' reactions um, having the kids talk over the parade and going back and, and shooting the things that are important. Um, it doesn't always, it doesn't always have to be, here's the parade and that's all it is. You, you're on vacation. You're with your family. You want to include, uh, and video can do that with audio and visual. You, you can include a real memory, uh, in that video. And I think that's the most important thing, especially with small children, um, to do it that way. And you can be creative in how you do some of this stuff. Corey, um, kind of explain a little bit of what you were doing to get these fireworks shots that you get. The kind of these are the kind of shots you expect to see, like in a magazine or or in a book. Um, I mean, what I did is I there's a setting called bulb mode on my camera, Canon 7D, where you you can hold keep the shutter open for as long as you want, say 30 seconds. And it'll just keep capturing 
the, the fireworks. But fireworks are very bright, and you'll overexpose if you leave it open too long. So in between bursts, you cover your lens with either a black hat or a, anything black and cover your lens. And when you hear that pop go off, remove it and then put it back in front of your lens. So you're only capturing your, – your camera is still recording everything. So you get multiple bursts in one shot um, and not just that one shot. So, you know, it's, it's a – it's it's a challenge. You never know what you're going to come up with. I mean, you're you're kind of painting you're, you're, awesome. you're, you're painting yeah. in the dark with that. Sometimes you can get some really nice shots. Last year, I got one that was unbelievable. Uh, it's on Pinterest now, but you know, I was very happy how that one came out. There were a bunch of crappy ones too. You know, with with everything, with especially fireworks, you're going to get some crappy ones. But you know, also the in addition to fireworks, I love the atmosphere and trying to capture the atmosphere of the party in general. Right. The, they use different projections onto the, onto the floor and, and lights and smoke effects. So walking around trying to capture that, too, was a, I had fun with that. You can never have too many photos of the castle. Right. But to set it apart from any average day or any nighttime shot, throw some, these de- throw some of these decorations in the foreground, the Mickey pumpkins, or if the if, if there's the the villain show going on on stage, you know, sh- throwing something in the foreground of that, the partner statue with that in the background gives a nice Halloween effect yeah. with the red with the red castle. Right. So I had fun doing that too, capturing those. I would still say, even whatever you're there to take the pictures for, take your eye away from the viewfinder every now and then to actually see it because what you see right. through your viewfinder. Is pretty awesome, but when you watch it and you look up in the sky and you see those fireworks, mm-hmm. nothing beats that. That's so true. <laughs> don't be so wrapped up in trying to get those pictures that you forget to enjoy the experience. That's a very, very good point because that happens a lot when we're shooting this stuff and covering mm-hmm. this stuff that we see everything through the lens of a camera and we never really get to have the experience. I was doing that a lot last night with the fireworks, kind of watching the cameras, but then looking up going, oh, my, mm-hmm. yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm happy to go back with uh, Julie and the kids that I'm able to say, okay, the photo gallery's done. I don't have to worry about the yep. site. I can worry about getting the kids and their reactions to things. Yeah. And that perspective, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, it sounds like everybody had a great time last night. Mm-hmm. I certainly yeah, did. Of course. Um, the fact that the candy is good candy as opposed to the crap they've been handing out. Uh, the fact that uh, the lines for the attractions almost walk on all the time that parade those fireworks worth the price of admission for me this year Definitely. worth the price Agreed. of admission mm-hmm. yeah. and uh so haven't said that about the halloween party in a while but i felt it last night so thank you everybody for your help thanks everybody for uh listening we hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz unplug roundtable as always remember stay out of the damn lakes